Okay, so this is Bill and Kel's excellent podcast. Yeehaw. And we are hopelessly lost, but I think we're <laughs> making good time. I think we were supposed to do something about The Flash today. Yep. And Episode one. We're, uh, we might be a little underprepared, and, um, and it's also, uh, Bill drinks until blind Wednesday. So, all that being said, I did watch The Flash, episode one. I had watched it before, but I, I, I'm now I'm watching it. I, I watched it earlier today, so it's fresh in the steel trap of a mind I have. Yep, me too. I watched it last night. It was uh, just as good the second time as the first time. It was a brilliant machine, or a brilliant uh Brilliant he is episode. a machine. He is, he is a machine. A, he's a machine. He's a lightning, <laughs> time-changing... What the hell am I talking about? Yeah. No, it is. And you know what? The setup this time around... Uh, well, this time around, watching it. So I, I appreciated a lot of the setup. I appreciated the fact that... that One of the things that I didn't notice the first time around that I did this was the fact that Barry, Barry tries to be a hero. Before mm-hmm. he even has powers, mm-hmm. you know. So in there, they're at they're at Star Labs, as a matter of fact, the fateful Star Labs. And Iris gets her gets her bag stolen. Yeah, totally. And uh, Barry runs after the dude, and you know, and he's just like, you know, he tries to save save her bag, gets clocked in the nose, beaten down, and then Eddie Thon is there. He's just like. Hey, hey, I got this. I'm a cop with a gun. <laughs> well, and I love that because, yeah, you know that he's totally got his butt kicked and there's no way that he's going to stand up to this dude. But, you know, he totally has that line of, you know, like, all right, just give me the bag back and everything's going to be cool. Yeah. He's and like, it'll be fine. Just give me the bag back. Just give me the bag back. And the guy looks at him like, are you fucking kidding me? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I already have the bag. I'm not going to give this back to you. Like, are you serious? Like, why would I do that? I just, yeah. So I thought that that was, I thought that was a good part. Um, because I think it went towards, at least for me, you know, and, and, you know, it went, it went towards establishing Barry as he's, he's a cool guy and base quite basically he's a hero. Yeah. And that's, that's really what, you know, it was about as far as, um, as, as far as the show is that, you know, before he has powers, that's who he is. And even, even if he stopped being the flash, he would still be a hero. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and just the, just the look of the show. Uh, and I hate to sound like all, I, of course I'm a fanboy. But I hate to sound fanboy about it. The show looks good. It mm-hmm. looks good. The special effects don't look cheesy. The the visuals don't look cheesy. The whole Star Labs totally had the buy-in for me. Um, look at this, you know. Um, yeah. No, it looked good. It definitely looked good. I mean, it looks more than just a TV show. I mean, although it was just a TV show, but it, it could it could have been in a movie theater. I mean, it definitely had a good look to it, and it certainly had, you know, what I felt like as a, as a really immersive story. I mean, it, it, you know, and I'm I'm not as much as a fanboy as you. I mean, for me, it was more of just 
looking at a really good story what does with what does that mean what it was what am well, i how I, how am i reaching the epitome of a fan well i i guess because i didn't when i first saw the flash and you know i knew nothing about it you know and i knew nothing of the backstory and nothing of the of any kind of um you know the mythos of it or any of the any of the the villains or any of his powers or anything i mean for me i just i mean i kind of knew he basically the only thing i knew is that he ran fast and and that was where my knowledge of the of the character you know began and ended and and actually i mean you you told me hey you really should go watch this because it's a lot of fun and and you know, I mean, I'm really more of a Marvel guy. I've never really, in, you know, gone into the DC world. It's and okay so... to be DC too, Kelly. <laughs> I, know. Right. I know, I know. Um, Stan Lee won't come and assassinate you in the middle of the night. I know. Though I know. he might have a good talk if, talk with you. He yeah. Really, he might. He may be like, listen, dude. <laughs> What's up? But, but, you know, I mean, even even for somebody who doesn't know anything about the the characters or any of the backstory or any of you know the the knowledge of what happened about how he got his powers or what he did or anything of that it was just it was such a fun you know pilot now granted now i've watched all of season 1 and so i know a lot of who these characters are and what they did and and everything so it was it was really fun sort of going back and watching what you know happened again like looking at wells like that was sort of an interesting thing because i actually i watched it with my wife and she she had never watched it before and so she was in this in this mode of going oh wow that's really cool and you know she was in this this discovery phase and and you know i was looking at it from a standpoint of you know, looking at these characters from a second time and looking at, at the, the episode, knowing that, you know, things had already progressed and knowing, you know, some of the spoilers. And so when I looked at the, the, this the second time through, it was like, oh, wow, this is really neat. And I looked at the little, you know, the little, you know, things. And, and, and that's what I found, too. Is pieces like I, of candy and like. And, and knowing what I know now, knowing what I know now about Dr. Wells, let's say, it, does, it doesn't change anything about the episode or the buildup or the way that at the very end of the episode you're like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. But there were a couple of things I didn't miss the first time. Wayne Industries, and it was like something like Wayne Tech and Queen Industries merger on the newspaper yeah i was like ah <laughs> and which again is to my point god damn it they ought to make a batman tv series that isn't gotham um so i saw those little details i mean you know just the whole idea that you see the 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 man in yellow which obviously is in the flashlight costume that we have an idea where it's going the fact that they drop major major hints along the way just going oh this is this is eddie thon for all the comic book fans out there mm -hmm. they're like oh that's the yellow costume oh, i must be because to me it's just like oh my god that's a reverse flash right because you it has to be and you know the thing is is that because as far as for and I, again i'll i'll own the fanboy thing 
as a Flash fan and a DC because I feel like I've been through thick and thin with these fuckers. Being been through Flashpoint and the idea of all the things that that Reverse Flash did in Flashpoint and then you know you had Flash who did the shit in Flashpoint too to himself and to the world and you know and, and it could might be it might be all speedsters need to die by the way I might be if I lived in the DC <laughs> universe I think maybe I would be a supervillain because I would think you got to take out the Flash because he's gonna fuck up history somewhere I know not today I know not tomorrow it's probably gonna he might have already done it but w- the Flash needs to go same for Reverse Flash Superman I don't care if it's you know um, physically possible Superman or Superman the movie Superman where he makes the earth go yeah go backwards that would that was and that was a horrendous atrocity towards physics yeah that was that was pretty bad but but Superman needs to go too I'm you know uh, so but anyway I, I think that that you have the the whole speed force in the flash show that was that definitely showed him manifesting which was a cool little aspect i didn't notice like when when the first time that he takes off when they're doing the test yeah you know when he puts on that crazy ass costume yeah but he takes off and he has these weird flashbacks and they're like what went on kind of thing like what, what was going on with you but but i think see that that he see i think he touched the speed force like truly he touched this the speed force touched him when the lightning struck him but he touched the speed force back when he did his first good run and got these childhood flashbacks kind of thing well and and it was interesting because you know i mean you saw i think for the first time wells when he first saw him really take off and and you saw this really interesting look on their eyes where you know you had the three of them sitting in the in the little kiosk and he just takes off like you know takes off as the flash and wells just sort of goes hmm yeah he took off and the other two are like holy shit they took off they're and, all like oh, oh but see oh he goes and wells is just like yeah okay cool he took off and it was one of those moments where it's like if you know knowing now what we know you know why you're he like, goes oh you know and, and, and when you hit the end of the series when you hit the end of the series without spoiling it just coming out and spoiling it you can watch like this episode too i was like that, that was exactly it. I was I was like, oh, you know, you know that he, you understand his reactions a lot better. Yeah, and that's that's kind of that's kind of you know what's cool with that. Um, so that was that. That's another thing, like rewatching it, because you don't know necessarily know. You're like, you're experiencing it for the first time, so you're not paying attention to all the characters' differing reactions. But after you look at it in retrospect, you're like, oh, I understand this now. That's all right. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I understand why he was so nonchalant when he saw, you know, Barry just take off and, you know, and do his thing. And and it was one of those fun moments where, 
you know, he had his, his sort of flashback to his childhood, you know, and, and he's like, oh, yeah, you know, he remembers the, the, the lightning in the room and his mom and all this kind of stuff. And, and then you see Wells, you know, question him, like, well, what happened? And he's like, well, you know, I lost focus. And he's like, well, what, what happened? You know, I was like, well, you know, I, uh, I was remembering my childhood. And he has this look on his face like, oh, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. You like, know, because, you know, it's like, oh, okay, you're remembering your childhood. Well, oh, shit. You know, exactly. and, and it was it was fun to, to, to see that. And, you know, and then, and then it progresses through. I mean, I love... You know, I love the progression through how, well, actually, I got to take a step back. Like, I really enjoyed when Barry first realizes that he has the speed force. You know, that moment in the cafe, um, you know, with the, the lady that drops the, you know, that drops the, the, uh, tray with yeah. all the shit on it and, and he knew it and and he saw and everything just slowed down and he kind of had that moment of recognition of the whole world going into slow-mo and and you know he's sitting there talking to iris and and like the whole world just sort of geeks geeks out on him and you know he has to have this moment where he's freaking out but he has to be chill because he's trying to talk to Iris, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and then he goes out in the back, you know, and he, he tries to walk like 10 feet, but he, you know, and he goes zoom, and he, you know, and he zooms like 10 feet and he breaks the, the, the back of the car. And I mean, he's like, and that's it's a bad such ass a thing great about Barry. moment of him realizing his power. And that's one of the things that I like about this is that, they don't make him a stupid derp a derp hero either. He's like he knew what the fuck was going on. Like he knew when he saw the tray drop and then his hand started doing the thing and then he then he took off. He he fucking knew. And he wasn't as as we found out from the very first scenes in the in the show, right? He like when he totally identifies the car identifies you know he's just like oh this is fecal matter right you know he he he's not stupid and so he does all this process of identification of like wow i have this brand new power who the fuck would have known but he i i like the fact that they didn't play it off like he was stupid he's just like wow i can run fast all sorts of things are fast look at this and and so he didn't and it didn't feel rushed either given the fact that it was he was the character they developed at that point it didn't feel like we gotta move at tv speed we gotta move at tv speed we gotta do this right um you know and if i i i, I don't know if i if i have any i realize that they had the little homage to uh, arrow because that's where he began yeah, that um, was a fun little. That was a fun little piece. I you know, and him agree. going, him looking at Arrow and being like cool, and then Arrow looking at him and being like cool. You know, I I thought that was that was a that was a cool little. You know, this is where it came from, and again, we know that they're going to do all. You know, I think they have a, have crossovers scheduled every season, right? So that's that's going to be something 
and now we've got more crossovers. Yep. Um, and uh, so that's. I thought, I, I actually watched episode one looking to find some fault. Um, maybe because I was in a bad mood, but, <laughs> but I couldn't. And you know what? I liked it. I liked it even more watching it again. And, and I thought it was cool. And I have to say that if I were coming into it and watching the flash for the first time, um, that, uh, it's infinitely accessible. You don't need to know who the fuck flash is. No, you don't. You don't need to know who, you don't need to know who, um, any of the characters are. You don't need to know Cisco. You don't need to know, you know, Iris. You don't need to know who the fuck is this guy in yellow. Well, you find out who the fuck the guy in yellow is, um, because you're darn tootin' he's gonna be fucking up some shit before the season's over. But, you know, you can appreciate it for a superhero story that's enclosed. Yeah. Um, and it's just it's just entertaining yeah it's just awesome and you know and i think it's it's such a great it's such a great moment you know it has so many great moments in that show that that really string together to to put together a great you know experience and it it was fun because you know i watched it with my wife and she hadn't seen it before and i of course had seen it and so, you know, there were those, those things that like, you know, when the first time Barry ran and the, you know, when, when it had the, the speed force with the yellow guy, you know, yellow anti-flash and, and, you know, those kind of things were like, he had his first interaction with his father in the, in the prison, you, you know, know whose dad is right. Mm. So his dad, the actor that plays the father is was in the very first Flash TV series that hmm. occurred in like something ridiculous like 1990, and I'll get the I'll get the exact date. But his dad actually played the Flash in really yes yes, and uh, he he was he was the guy that that played the Flash. The 90s were a dark time, a terribly dark time. It was 1990 to 1991. And, uh, oh, I remember yeah. that and, show. And yeah. He had, he had on this terrible, this terrible, like they thought all superheroes needed to wear this, like, you know, weird foam rubber, you know, body muscle suit. And so they had like, apparently in, in their, in their ideal, you know, Flash was really buff. He was a bodybuilder runner, you know, cause they thought all superheroes had to be bodybuilders. Um, Jay, John Wesley Ship was the uh, was oh the guy. Oh God, I remember and played, that. And he yeah. was the guy who played played Barry, plays Barry's dad. And uh, so that and and I loved and believe it or not, for 1990, I remember watching this show. And and I thought it was fucking brilliant at the time. That says and now, by the way, I, I watched it and it was I I. Some things live best in memory, like mm-hmm. Buck Rogers in the 25th Century, by the way, which is on Netflix and lives best in memory. Yeah. I, everybody's heart was in the right place, but... Uh, Hard to go back and watch. Yeah, I want, I want to just keep the memory alive. But that, that was... In, and, but at the time, 
that was probably the best rendition that anybody had done of a superhero on TV. And uh, and I could include, you know, not Adam West and Batman, you know, those were comedies. But for television, you know, that that went along with the whole idea. It tried it was it and so I recently tried to tried to watch it. And it has this weird noir feel like like somebody had seen Tim Burton's Batman and they were like we could do this on TV. Who do we get? Uh, I don't know. Let's take the Flash. And they did that whole vibe of noir. You know, it's sort of like the <laughs> 40s, but we're really in the modern age. And we're definitely in 1990. So, and, and it was, it didn't work. And that's ultimately why it just lasted a season. But I wanted it to. I remember back then going like, I want this to work. I want this to be the thing. But seeing now, though, we've got, you know, a real flash. And actually, and I have to say this, that was another thing about this Barry. They didn't try to make him, they didn't try to give him, uh, you know, a muscle suit. Um, they left him being kind of a scrawny guy, because why the hell would he need muscles? Yeah. Well, he did have that one line where he said, you know, what did I, I go into a coma and I come out with abs. You know, I mean, he did he did have that that sort of moment where he's really fit, but but the, I think they did a good job of explaining you know why he was fit and it made sense. But but you're right, yeah. I mean, he doesn't need to be like buff, but I mean, it's it makes sense to 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 have him in the you know the the body type that he is. But I mean, it's it's such an interesting parallel I, I do remember that show when i was watching it as a kid in the 90s that you know that it it, it really tried to be a good show but it just didn't it didn't it just didn't hit the mark it, i know and that was but that happened with so many super and really up until i want to say up until spider-man up until spider the spider-man x-men duo right there i don't think superhero movies ever got up to speed not really and even then they didn't and really i don't think they hit their stride until iron man came around maybe iron man too even yeah i think iron man was definitely the turning point i mean spider-man was good spider-man 2 was really good i enjoyed those movies a lot although i i could nitpick spider-man 2 a lot but I don't, I don't Iron care. Man was really the the real turning point I think when when they turned into something of an art form. Yeah. Well, when we saw and and the thing is is when they followed it up. When they followed it up uh, with we're not going to just jerk your chain on this on this shit. They followed it up with um the cuz it was it was Iron Man then they did the Incredible Hulk, or no, no, yeah, I think yeah, it was think Iron so. Man, Incredible Hulk, then Iron Man two, so no, then Thor, and then they had, but they had connection between all of them, and so they didn't just throw Nick, hey, we're gonna throw Samuel L. Jackson here because we we said he was gonna play Nick Fury because we drew him. They actually followed it up, and that was. I think that was the difference because there are so many starts and stops yeah. along the way for yeah. superhero movies. Like, you know, it, it, it's like to where, oh, this will, 
don't get me started on the whole adventures of Buckaroo Banzai across the adventure. Because <laughs> I've been waiting for that fucking... No, did you hear, interestingly enough, Kevin Smith is going to be making Buckaroo Banzai. He's no going way. Be, and he's going to be making it into a TV series for, I think, either Hulu or Amazon. Wow. And he is, like, because he is a huge Buckaroo Banzai fan. And by the way, that I don't care... Tammy doesn't like it as much as I do, but that movie fucking holds up. I remember that movie, and I remember not quite being sure why Buckaroo Banzai was supposed to be cool, but he was fucking cool. And I and you can't tell what kind of movie that is, because it's not a superhero movie. It might be a superhero movie. It's not an alien movie. It's not a... I don't know what what it is but yeah, i don't awesome. know what kind of movie it is either but it, i all i know is that it was a good fucking movie yeah but it built up so much and that's how superhero but that's how the superhero genre at least as i was growing up too and i got a few years on you but how it promised so much and then it never fucking delivered you just be like oh well i really want this thing to happen and never would because you know they gave us such shitty things as 1970s spider-man yeah they gave us like 19 something the captain and terrible captain america movie that uh i don't even remember it that the, the one obviously before the marvel cinematic universe era yeah Captain america and the, the those were all terrible yeah they were all horrible so but. now we're catching stride and now i think we're catching stride on superhero television shows like they're slowly but surely learning how to do this shit well i mean i think that the proof's in the pudding especially with the flash and that you know you have you have such an amazing show that you know like dotty i mean my wife can can sit down and watch this show and be totally you know consumed by it and she's she's marvel through and through she she hates dc for the most part she's anti-dc but she she sat down and watched this the other night and was just totally, you know, fixated on it, and and was was you loving can't not it. like the Flash, and I would question it's anybody. It's so hard not I would to question the character, the moral verisimilitude of a person. <laughs> Good word. I know, right? But of yeah, a person I, who doesn't like the Flash, who says, you know, fuck Barry Allen. Fuck he's that such guy. a good guy. I mean, you he, know, he, he is. I, I I can't agree with you more. He's such a good guy, and he's such an amazing, you know, such an amazing character. And the people that they have around him, like, you know, his his foster dad is, you know, is uh, the cop. What's his name? But he's... Gus. Gus. He's such an amazing dude. Yeah. You know, Do I you mean... Do you know... Here's an interesting little, little factoid. Do you know that he is, like, a stage singer? The actor who plays him? Really? Most famous for Rent. No shit. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, and I will, I will, with the wonder of the uh, internet. Wonder of his, the internet. What a great show, name. Rent. Um, find his name. What a great show, and Rent. And he's like totally. So he was in yeah, Rent. Oh, that's amazing. That is, his name is Jesse L. Martin. And he plays Joe West. I don't know what. Why the hell was I calling him Gus? I don't know, man. I don't That's... know. Jesus. All right, so, yeah, so he, but he's a singer, and, like, that. that's, like, one of his things. And later on, I think in season two, 
He has a, like a singing part. <laughs> um, yeah. So there is. Yeah, there he is. He is Tom Collins in Rent. No way. Totally. Wow. So, yeah. But no, he's an awesome actor. Joe, Joe, not Gus. Joe, not Gus. Joe. Um, but everybody in there. I don't find anybody. I have not found anybody. Um, unbelievable, really. Uh, like as far as um, where the story is. Um, you know where they're going. I like their treatment of Cisco, Cisco Ramon. Yeah, lo- he's such I love a great character. Um, and I love the fact that he is unrepentantly a nerd. He doesn't. He doesn't try to, mm-hmm. you know, be anything more than, you know, what, who he is. And I, I like that a lot. Well, and I love. There's a. There's a moment in. A future episode where we have a flashback to, you know, Star Labs before, um, you know, the the explosion with uh, with one of the, you know, uh, prodigies of Dr. Wells. And it was like Cisco's first day and he comes in with his, you know, Star Wars or it was like a, a Space Invaders T-shirt. And, you know, he was just, he was a nerd. He was just an absolute, you know, just balls out nerd. Yeah. And and he caught shit for being not in a suit. And he was just, he, he had this look, he was just sort of like, yeah, whatever, dude, I'm a nerd. Fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> like, you, know, you like, know, I didn't realize that was required. Yeah, and it was just yeah. sort of like, yeah, whatever. And I like that. I like that. I You know what, I remember that part and thinking, yeah, totally. That's exactly what it's what it's about um there's there's like so many good parts of the show and actually i have to say i love i have not run across except okay i have that i can't click with and that's gotham i still can't click with completely with gotham and i'm gonna try you know what i'm gonna say it's not it it's me and i'm gonna try that day isn't gonna be today nor tomorrow but i'm gonna try in the near future try to try to jam on gotham and and make it work between us yeah. and and yeah. you know because I, it's like I, I because i love the hell out of flash obviously we're doing this whole podcast on flash largely then we're doing this on we've but i love the hell out of legends of tomorrow i love arrow you know what and arrow is arrow is like arrow is arrow is exactly um, like a friend that sometimes makes bad decisions and you need to help him move at midnight. Arrow <laughs> is just like you go, what the fuck is going on? But you know what? Inevitably, it seems to turn around just enough to keep being your friend. You know, just just enough to not, not fuck you over. But it's okay. It's still the friend you knew. That's what Arrow is because yeah. you start out season one and you're like season two hits and you're like oh I don't know but see there's season three hey don't worry baby girl everything's gonna be fine and you're like okay great so it Arrow has been there still and then Legends of Tomorrow I think is awesome you know Supergirl may or may not be completely causing a schism in my household I have certain ideas about Supergirl Tammy has different ideas about supergirl 
if uh, you know if if Arrow is like that that friend that that you sometimes have to help move at midnight, then Supergirl is like that weird friend that neither one of you can remember who belongs to who. And who, like, how did you meet the, how did we it's meet, like, blah, blah, blah. Who, who's this friend? Like, yeah, but you've known them for years, but you're just like, you don't want to claim that friend, exactly. So that's how Supergirl is. Yeah. Uh, we have I- ideological misgivings Issues. about Supergirl. Yeah, you know, I, lo- I watched the first episode of Gotham, and, like, my, my tagline for Gotham was, like, Gotham, before they were cool. You know, I like, mean, it I was just like I just hate. It. I couldn't. I could not get into it. It was just one of those moments where it was like, you know, I, I just, I was not captured by it at all. Here's the thing: it's like Arrow. Guess what? First episode, he's my fucking Arrow. Flash. First episode, he's my fucking Flash. League of Legends. You know, same thing. You know, Supergirl. Same thing. A lot of these shows, right? The thing is, is like you don't have to, you don't have to wait long. That would be like waiting an entire goddamn season of awfulness to get to to Barry running a block in a split second. That's how I feel about Gotham. And you know what? Yeah. Maybe maybe I just need to, um, you know, just uh, just let it happen, and that's cool. But you know what? In the meanwhile, there's like all these other shows that it's happening. And it and it speaks to me. And you know what? And I'll, largely, I'm not going to say that Gotham is bad or anything because I'm sure lots of people love it, but it doesn't speak to me. No. And that's and that's ultimately like you know. And I'll say that a lot of stuff that speaks to me doesn't speak to a lot of other people. Like I love the ever living fuck out of Constantine, right? When they had that show on, and obviously it wasn't enough to get it renewed. Yeah. It got canceled, but. You know, and that was and that was definitely something we could agree on in the household was Constantine. Everybody Constantine. loved Constantine. Yeah. And even it, as a matter of fact, they even brought him back for a quick crossover in Arrow this last season on the CW. Weird enough. Weird. Um, but he's still canceled. But it's all about what speaks to you, ultimately, I guess. Yeah. You know, like the I know I know that uh we don't we don't uh we make a big thing of it, but I know that Daredevil necessarily doesn't speak to you. You know, you're still my friend. You know, you know, it's it's not so much that actually. Daredevil really speaks to me. Daredevil didn't speak to Dottie. Oh, and that was well, the big then, thing. Yeah, then I you're love... all like, then you're like, fuck Daredevil. I hate Daredevil. <laughs> you know what? I don't even fucking know who Daredevil. I don't know is. who Daredevil is. This, this is fuck Daredevil. This is bullshit, <laughs> mother. <laughs> No, you know, I loved I loved Daredevil. Daredevil was a lot of fun. You know, the, the problem with Daredevil was that I had really was is that it, you know, it, it just, it didn't speak to Dot. It didn't speak to my wife. And, you know, the problem was is that we just have very, very short amount of time with, you know, of you gotta, time a day. You got to do the thing. And, I, you know, yeah, you know, I find, exactly. I find we do that too. It's like, you know, we got our shows and, but, you know, and I feel... I feel sometimes if I do invest in a show, like if I say I'm going to watch a season of this show, like and and I don't necessarily, and I don't know where this what this says is like if 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 Tammy's invested in it, and I just watch it, that's only, that's practically cheating, that's cheating. Yeah. Or if I go, you know, I'm just going to watch this show, 
you know, and I'll, I will. I've done that and watched three or four. Yeah, you gotta watch the show. We you gotta watch this. Like I first watched the first season of Vikings. I was like, you we have to watch Vikings together. I'll watch the first season too. We all come on, and and I got the buy-in. But otherwise, we have shows that we just watch together, and then we have because we have limited time, right? You only have like a couple hours. At least we only have a couple hours. Yep. Typically in the evening, so we're like choose wisely. Yeah, exactly. And it's one of those things where like you only have. You know, you have shows that she digs and I don't. I have shows that I dig and she doesn't. And then we have the shows that we both dig. And so it's it just comes down to the shows that What's we both dig. What's worth your time? What's yeah, worth your what, time? You know, what juice is worth the squeeze, really? <laughs> you know, and and it's just, you know, so we watched we watched The Flash last night. And it was funny because she, she'd never seen the first episode, you know, and I'd watched it. You know, when she was gone, actually, and I totally binge-watched it while she was gone. It's so fucking easy, too. And it's it... so easy to binge-watch that show. And, you know, it was so funny because we got to the end of the show, and I had forgotten she hadn't watched the show. <laughs> and so, you know, it, we'd gotten to that point where Wells goes up to the door, <laughs> And he goes through the secret door and he walks into the room, right? And and then he gets out of the chair. Oh, he wheels into the room, yeah. He wheels he into the room. Up. And then he stands up and he goes and he does the thing and he you know, he sees the future of the the deal. And Dottie loses her shit. She's, She's like, just like, What the fuck? Oh my god And I'm like, What? You didn't I'm like, I you know, I'm like, What 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 are you talking about? You didn't know that this was this is this? She's like, no, man, you watch all this shit out, you know, without me. I didn't know any of this. And I'm like, oh, oh, You're shit. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, well, I, I remember that, though. I remember that is like, you do see him do all that. Now, I kind of, I had, I will have to say, as a jaded comic book reader, I had a good inkling what the fuck was up with, with Dr. Wells, right? But still... You see that of this is the dude that's in the wheel, and then he stands up, and he's got some next level shit going on, and you're like, oh well, all right, you know, I I remember that and appreciate that, but you know, you have like back on Daredevil, I think Daredevil though is a different kind, is definitely a different kind of superhero show. Yeah, it's definitely more rooted in say sort of almost hong kong cinema-esque kind yeah. of kind of action especially the way the way it works and you know it's uh i i i think that it's got a completely different flavor and and you oh know, it does again it's like it's what speaks what speaks to to whoever is watching it well and it's one of those things i mean the reason why she doesn't like it is because it's very violent and it's very dark yeah, you know, and it's not something that you could you could put on the CW. Yeah, you know for sure. And you know, I mean, I watched I watched a fair amount of Daredevil without her, and it, you know, I mean, it's a really good show. I really enjoyed the shit out of it. But it's one of those things that you have to be in the right frame of mind to watch Daredevil. Yeah, you know, and you because have to be like, all right, in in essence, Daredevil, Daredevil is. And I realize that that the, at various times they've called Daredevil like sort of Marvel's answer to Batman. Yeah, right? I could see there that. have been analogies to that. Or I I still say that Moon Knight was always more Marvel.
Marvel's answer to Batman if they had one. But I think that I think that unless in the and they've described it as being being grittier and darker and you know this is more street whereas you have avengers which is this is more cosmic yeah and and so so if you're not in that frame of being okay with it then you're not going to dig on daredevil or jessica jones yeah but then you know what that's that's totally the difference between you know big bang theory and you know say (laughs) sons of anarchy yeah that's true that's true and you know and it's fine that that that's different strokes for different folks for sure but it's one of those things that you know they're all good and they're i think they're all you know they have their 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 pieces and nuggets of goodness and some you know and i think that it just all it all comes down to you know what what you you know what kind of mood you're in more than anything i yeah. think you know, you know, because Daredevil is one of those shows that if you're in a really happy, bubbly mood, you don't want to watch Daredevil because it's a real, it is a dark ass show and it's not, it's not one that you can just sort of, you know, Hey, I'm in a great mood. Let's watch Daredevil. You know, it's yeah. just, it's just not there. And I, it's not in my happy movie set. And I find, I, and I, I'll say this as I get older, I will say this, that, uh, I find I have like a little set of movies that I've had a hard day. I want to watch this to just, you know, cheer up. Yeah. And, and I, I throw like a lot of movies in that, like the Avengers. Yep. Um, so any of the Iron Man movies, I don't fucking care. Um, even, uh, you know, even Iron Man two, I don't care what anybody says. Oh, I that was a great movie. Out of Iron Man 2. I thought I was a great, movie. I thought, I thought, you know, here, here's the thing is that I think that Iron Man two, needed to happen did they had they fully realized everything about the mcu at that point maybe not but they didn't fuck it up they didn't take it oh i know what we're gonna do we're gonna have like you know um tony stark lose lose his legs or something like that or we are going to do you know i i heard that they're gonna actually try to do like you know try to go dramatic and do the demon in a bottle you know, storyline with Tony Stark, which is, you know, because Tony Stark, in the comic anyway, is an alcoholic. Right. Where he hits in the Demon in the Bottle storyline, he hits rock bottom, basically. He realizes he might have a fucking problem because he's drunk and flying around as Iron Man. <laughs> and uh, there's more to the story than Obviously, that. Obviously, yeah. But they were, they were thinking about going in that direction. But here's the thing. is like, they didn't fuck it up. They kept a similar viewpoint throughout the the movie and i thought that that was that was awesome um but anyway those movies totally totally will cheer me up give me that little spark of optimism i will say this while i appreciate the artistic value of all of the like you know the the netflix movies and i'll I'll throw daredevil and jessica jones in, in the same bucket and probably luke cage and iron fist too and the yeah. defenders in general I, they're going to be awesome but you know what and i and i like them and i i thoroughly enjoy watching them but i wouldn't watch them to cheer me up either no. i wouldn't watch no country for old men to cheer well, me up either no you know not, but, not. but but you go these are artistic you know this is artistic goodness right right at least for me I'd say. oh yeah and so you know yeah it's it's okay to be have something dark yeah it is well and you know i mean and 
but it, you know, I go to the Flash to cheer me up. Oh, totally. You know, I mean, that's that's a great show to to really put you in a good in a good headspace. You know, because Barry is such a good, uplifting character, and the people around him are such you know an amazing cast of of friends. You know, I mean, it's such a great. It's just such a great feel of, of folks, you know, that, that allow you to really get in a much better headspace. Yeah, I, I think that I, I would definitely uh, contrast it like that. Arrow, Arrow does, does indeed have most of the grittiness um, as far as for the CW, you know, CW-verse, DCCW-verse. Why the um, hell aren't they making a Batman I don't know. You know what? I will say this: Ben Affleck is fucking genius in Batman. Well, I'm gonna As watch Batman. that. I'm gonna watch that movie tonight, first time, and I'm gonna see what that is. Yeah, you have what to. What that all about? You have to. And you know what? It's it's all right. It's all right to cry at any point in time throughout that movie. <laughs> it's all right to 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 hit pause and to storm out and just shake your fist and rage just a little bit, and then come back because you know it's. It's totally okay, but you know what? There's, there's, it's so a sum of parts. It's so a sum of parts, and I realize that it, it's really them trying to find their way. And the DC movie universe, DC extended universe, you know, they're behind, they're behind on the ball, but oh, they're still, time. but they're still making movies, and they're gonna make movies until really somebody tells them they just can't anymore. Well, yeah. Um, you know, we saw Suicide Squad. And I felt a lot of the same way. Like, there, I just want a DC, God damn it, Kelly. I just want a goddamn DC movie to speak to me, too. You know, that isn't a show. I just want the movie to just be like, hey, it's all good. This can be your movie. This can be, I've had a bad day, I'm going to put on this movie. You know? Like, I, here's Batman Begins, those trilogy, Batman Begins, and The Dark Knight, and uh, maybe not Dark Knight Rises, but if I'm, I've been through two, I have to be through the third. I'll put those movies on and be like, hey, I feel better about life. You know? They're I like movies. Them. They're, they're entertaining. They're definitely the best DC movies out there, for sure. Yeah, still haven't seen Suicide Squad, but I really would like to. Yeah, it's, and yeah, you should, you should. And that's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> I, I think that the the original Batman movies were good because they weren't trying to be DC movies. They weren't trying to be anything. And and, and I think. Let me loop back to why this counts for the is that the Flash was at its best when it wasn't trying to be Arrow. It wasn't just trying to be, let's, because they were going, they obviously came from Arrow, the TV series. So it was trying to just do its own thing and create an engaging story. And it succeeded, I thought. The best movies that I've seen operated in that similar vein of they didn't necessarily set out to do anything except go if this is our first and final huzzah then let's make it count 
like Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Nobody expected. There was like I think they were almost even money up until the time that it it was like this made so much money. I I think it, they were they were fifty fifty whether it was going to be a total flop and a disaster, and they're just going to have to hang it up. And that was the one shot for Guardians of the Galaxy, or if this was going to be the most amazing fucking thing since sliced bread. But the the thing, the genius about that was they did it anyway. They're like, if this is going to be our one shot, let's do what the fuck we want to do. And I think that they did and succeeded and people liked it. Enough people, again, it's back to that speaking to you thing, enough people that spoke to them that they were like, this is awesome. And I think that that's, that's what, I think that fans, as a rule, whether they're they're hardcore, you're never going to please hardcore comics fans because you'd be like, no. Oh, no, Barry, Barry Allen was blonde haired, and I believe I believe that Iris <laughs> originally no. So so the the entire thing is is that you're never going to please the purists because inevitably if they read the comic book and they're trying to compare it to a show, you're already you're already done because you know it wasn't designed to be live action, not necessarily. Um, so, but if you're respecting the spirit of it, I think that, um, you know, you just go out with, let's make a good story. And, and when, when people watch things, consume things, they feel that. And when you're just trying to put it on, and, and my thought about the, some of the DC extended universe movies is that they're trying to, like, hit all those notes that they think work. And fans are going, yeah, they work, and we want to see this thing. But there's a lot of connective tissue that yeah. that that you need, and and so that's where they're failing. They just need to start making movies that are like, we're gonna make it because it's good, and maybe it'll fail. And if you don't like it, fuck you. If yeah. it speaks to you, then we love you to death. Yeah. Well, and I agree. And I think you know one of the things that that DC just doesn't get over Marvel is that you know you you have to you have to build. A foundation and they've never really figured out how to build a foundation of characters in, that aren't superman and batman that aren't superman and batman if i have to see his parents killed one more guy yeah it's, it's just gonna it's just gonna send me over the edge and you know one of the coolest things like like i go back to to civil war you know i go to civil war as one of the as one of the movies that you know in the marvel universe that's just absolutely brilliant movie i mean i yeah. watch it a hundred times and and still come back for more is that you know you'd never have to actually introduce any of the characters in civil war you know that because that you, kind of you know yeah you know, know who all these characters are i mean even spider-man when when they introduced spider-man it was like it was a very soft sort of you know, Tony Stark going to, to Queens, sitting down and just sort of bullshitting with the kid. And, you know, you, you knew who Spider-Man was. You, you didn't need to spend a whole lot of time sort of going through the motions of doing it because you've already had, you know, uh, you, you know who Spider-Man is. And, and so when you bring Spider-Man in, it, you know, with this sort of a deal with all of these other characters that had, you know, 12 other movies behind it, you know, you, you can focus on just excellent character development and bring them together and do 
what you need to do to make an, an excellent movie without having to do all of this other backstory because the backstory is already there. And, and and people know what they're going to expect and they know what they're going to get. And, and it's they totally reaction-driven, it too. It's like they didn't introduce Ant-Man except in Ant-Man. Yeah. You know, but they didn't explain this is a dude that shrinks down to an ant size and he does some badass things and this is my guy. But they they ran with it. And, and so it didn't really matter. It didn't really matter if you knew who Ant-Man was or you didn't know who Ant-Man was. You know, there he was and he was doing his thing. Yep. And so, and in the moment, it counted. Like, I didn't necessarily, you know, you, you didn't really need to know, to know that. But it was driven in such a way as you could still have an appreciation. I think if you're going to that movie as... Captain America 3 Civil War or if you're going into it yeah, as Avengers all my, yeah. all my friends are going to the Civil War movie and I want to see what it's all about. Right. I think you could have appreciated it either way. I don't know because I can't distance myself from being that comic comic book fan slash fanatic yeah. completely to be like I wonder how somebody would appreciate this if they never read the comic book. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and I look at The Flash and I see so much potential in their show. And then they do something stupid with, J, you know, Justice League, um, you know, with JLA. And they're not going to put the same actor as Barry Allen in the, um, in the movie. There was a lot of protest about that. You I know, mean... and, and they're, they're, they're not going to use the same, you know, sort of mythos that they've already built, spent years building in this show into the movie they're not in and it's just like well the, you, the what what the hell are they thinking it's another it's another earth. well i it's mean another it's, earth it's fucking stupid <laughs> i mean it's like what this i i don't care what well, their justification is it's fucking stupid and they're gonna they have, have to like so put much some backstory in. they're gonna have to put heroin well they should oh, jesus christ he's already casey What's the, what the fuck is his name in Teenage Mutant Ninja Cheese Whiz? Um, I don't know, but the, the thing he, is, is that he's already in another movie. So it's stupid. I mean, they I already have I all would of totally this have the buy-in. I would, they would have the buy-in for me if they're like tomorrow, tomorrow, if they were like announced, we're gonna on the CW, we're gonna have a Justice League. C, CW's the Justice League, and they just introduced Batman and Superman as all like. These are guys, and they've been doing their thing. And we don't need any fucking backstory. I don't want to. I don't want to see Bruce Wayne's parents die again. I don't want to see Krypton blow up. I don't need to know about it. I, I search. Fuck. Don't want to hear Kal El talking to his goddamn dad one more goddamn time, talking to the ghost of his dead father. No. All right. They could just be like, "This is Batman. This is Superman. Watch him do some shit." Oh, look at that. Here's the rest of the Justice. I would watch it. I would watch I, it too. That would, I would I would watch it with commercials. I wouldn't even wait till Netflix. I would watch it with commercials with bated breath. You know, and I think that a lot of people would, and I think that they're missing a huge opportunity because they've already proved that they can do TV shows really well. And you know, and maybe maybe they need to just cut bait and you know walk away and and just realize that they don't do movies well and and do and there's a, TV it's shows. Okay. I mean, it's all right. You know, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be everybody's bag. But they're pretty sure it's theirs. And I don't think they'll let them do the TV series. I think it, I think if they could have done the TV series as Batman, they would have. 
because the arrow always seemed to me like arrow always seemed to me like it was kind of that was poor man's cw batman yeah and and i went along with it you know i'll still watch arrow again i'll still help him move out at midnight um but i uh i i always was like but this is a bat okay it's arrow but but batman went yeah yeah but it's arrow (sighs) it's arrow and i i found myself in a couple of seasons of arrow going like Batman would have fucked this shit up. He wouldn't have fucked around like what he is would. This? He wouldn't have be messing around. He just knocked that he dude's just, fucking head off. He's like, I don't know what what's going on with this, but you know, I so but I'd still watch. You know, I I still watch it, and I would watch it if they had a Justice League. Um, yeah, you gotta wonder. Show. I mean, you know, I'd love to be a fly on the wall at that at that strategy session and in at. CW or a DC or whatever, whoever's making these decisions and, and figure out why they could have such a lucrative, I mean, cause you know that it's lucrative because they're doing it for what, three seasons now in the flash, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they're doing all of these sort of crossovers. They're doing Supergirl. They're doing all of these things on TV and they're making money clearly because they're, they're renewing. Yeah. You know, why in the hell they're not capitalizing on this, you know, more and 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 doing things. I mean, well, I I don't know. I just doesn't I I don't I don't get it. But, you know, on the other side of that argument, though, you flip side of that argument, you know, Batman v Superman made a lot of money. It did. And Suicide Squad is making a lot of money. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're both. Here's the thing is like, even though critics panned to both of them, right? And even though they dropped off after the first week or second week or whatever they did, enough people, they drummed up enough interest. Well, and it, there's enough guys like me that are like, well, it's in the theaters. I've heard some things, but I got to see it. I, I, I have to know. And yeah. so they have enough people that, in and for good or ill, that are going to see it. And you know what? And and you know what? It's an extravaganza. It's a visual extravaganza. No matter what problem you might have with the story, you're not disappointed in the special effects necessarily. True. Um, so so they're making money. So they're going to keep... They're going to keep doing it. Yeah. Like, even if every movie they, they did, did the Uber blockbuster... Well, look at Transformers, right? Yeah. I enjoyed... And I don't care what anyone says about any of the Transformers. I would watch them all. All of them. All of them. Strap me in a motherfucking chair like I am in Clockwork Orange and put the fucking Transformers movies on there. And, uh, you know, I will never begin to feel better, but I will always watch those goddamn Transformers movies because I love them. They're incredibly entertaining. They're not canon, but you know what? I'm okay with them. None of them being canon, quote unquote. Because originally the Transformers cartoon was just created as a, as, as a toy advertisement, you know? So the fact that we got to a point to where they are actually making blockbuster movies and making money off of it, it's awesome. See, it's I don't awesome. know. They're I, entertaining. I can't go down that road. I, I can't stand those movies. They're they entertaining as hell. 
See, I don't know. I I can't go there. I I I watched him. I watched him all at least once, but I can't go back to him. They're just oh, I can't stand. I will them. say this: we watched the first, and I so I'll, I will, I will not, I will toe the line for Transformers one and two, okay? Because I think that I think Transformers two was universally panned by critics as well, and we watch it as a family. We watch it like at the drive-in, yeah, full on full-on experience you know not surround sound or nothing yeah but just coolness at the drive-in and we all loved it at the time yeah and it, as long as you hang your suspension of disbelief at the door well i mean okay so first of all should you have suspension of disbelief in any case there are robots <laughs> in disguise that are transforming <laughs> from cars to robots from planes to ro- let's just let's just say that just let it just let it happen. let it happen. See, and I, I, I can't, I can't go there. It's just, you know, the moment that, that, I don't know, you know, and I think it's a lot of it is George, yeah, because George loves Transformers so much, and we, we, we do the Transformers thing so much with him. It's just, I don't know. I just you didn't have the dichotomy of like this is my adult Transformers, right? Those are the kid. Those were those the, kids. Are the kids Transformers. Yeah. But I, I just, I had a really hard time with the Transformers movies. The first one I was okay with, and I could actually, I could dig on the first one. The second one, just, I, I couldn't deal with it, and it just went down from there. <laughs> I just, I was, I was not a fan. I, I was, I couldn't, I couldn't deal with it. It was not, yeah. But you know what? I mean. Again, that backs to that, what speaks to you, What right? speaks to you, right? It's like, I... I, by that same vein, I watched G.I. Joe, the G.I. Joe live action. See, I enjoyed those. I, you know, I can, I can groove with any of them. I still, G.I. Joe exists to me strictly as that 1980s cartoon, (laughs) you know, the more, you know, knowing is half the battle, you know, that they're going to come in there and tell me, you know, hey, wash your feet. You know, because you don't want to get some fungus. All right. (laughs) Hey, thanks, Joe. Knowing is half the battle. See the first yeah. one I enjoyed. The second one not so much, but I enjoyed the first one. I thought the I thought the first one was entertaining. Like I I remember when you know He Man and Masters of the Universe, the cartoon yeah. back in the day was out. Of course you watched it. I was a kid. Uh, Everybody of you watched, watched it. it. But then you know it, they turned around. And they made a let's just forget they made a terrible i have the power oh. i have the power and oh, and let's God. forget the fact that they made that but if they tried to remake it now i would probably feel terrible i would probably feel as bad about that as i like i don't know i didn't feel so bad about teenage mutant ninja turtles i wasn't attached to those Nah, i didn't I, have emotional i didn't attachment. i didn't have the emotional attachment to those either I thought the I thought the movies were just terrible, just because they were terrible movies, just at their at their their core. Just I'm well, I'm not a fan of Michael Bay personally, and any movie like that. And I think he did those movies. And if yeah, he didn't do those he did, movies, he did those yeah. movies. He did them. And, um, and, and I that just, sounds like dirty. And maybe it is. You know, but I I just don't I I didn't like those movies. I thought they were stupid, but. But that's you know, eh. If all I'm gonna say is they better not fuck with Thundercats. All right. Just no let kidding. It, let it happen. Okay. What happened happened. 
okay thundercats ho um you know it, it, let's not try to make a thundercats michael bay movie yeah maybe we could get there um, you know we need a jj abrams thundercats J- movie. jesus i don't even know what he would do. he would do when you say it like that, I think of all these like you know weird lens flare shots somehow incorporating <laughs> into Thundercats, like off of Lion-O's sword. Yeah, you know the uh, what was that? The Eye of Thundera or something yep. like that. And then uh, I I and I think that no, yeah, you're right. Except J.J. Abrams, then it would be a masterpiece. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we talked about Flash. I guess we talked about, uh, yeah, a whole bunch of other shit, too. A whole bunch of other shit, yeah. And uh, then, you know, pretty much, I think that, uh, yeah. I think that's probably about that. Yeah, we'll try to keep this Flash thing rolling. Yep. And then... uh, Next next week, we'll do episode two. Episode two. And until then, is this thing on? Like and subscribe and all that good stuff. Like and subscribe. Yes, like and subscribe. And, uh, you know, listen again and again and again for the secret messages.